It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in Opix. Welcome, fellow Uplanders. To another episode of the Upix Podcast, I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and off of his week hiatus, joined as always by Thank Me Later. How we doing this evening, brother? Great day in Texas, man. Loving it. Great day. Yeah, uh, great day in Ohio. No, it's going to be eight degrees here in about thirty minutes. It, do you, is it warmer there? It, it is currently negative one here. What? Oh wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> Our house is, our house is on uh, the Kami Canadian numbers, so I guess it's like thirty-one. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. It, it will be eight degrees here shortly. Um, yeah. no, no, my fiance doesn't. She's lived here for so, but she doesn't convert any of it. So I've just said all my things. I think this is yeah, yeah. It's her numbers. Celsius, you know. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so yeah, no, that's nippy. Absolutely, and uh, I've been cheap and haven't bought a snowblower the past few years because we just haven't had the snow that we used to have. And boy, yeah. it dumped on us this week, and it, it sucked without a snowblower. Oh, you get hit with that? <laughs> I'm a little jealous, man. Everyone's posting all these pictures of snow. Like, damn, I miss the snow. Actually, I, I like the snow. Oh yeah, it's fun, and the kids running around's fun, so it's good. Absolutely, yeah. But uh, last week, TM filled in for you, and uh, we had a whole clean episode. No Franklin Bomb, nothing. What? Yeah, dead serious. Dang. He put on... Good good on you, TM. Appreciate it, man. He put on the professional hat and uh, and put in a quality episode, so... Dapper lad, that TM. Yeah. So this is our first... uh, This is episode number 115... But this is the first one that we're streaming live on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. So this is something we said that we were going to look forward to doing this year, and uh, we'll be uh, making some tweaks along the way. Still trying out a couple of different platforms to get the whole uh, streaming down. Um, it's kind of cool that we're using we're using StreamYard right now, but I don't like that we can't do the interaction that we do on Zoom. But I don't know. We'll figure it all out. I mean, we have the chat. I mean, that's that's mostly what we use um, anyway, but... Yeah. And I, I mean, the idea would be that we get so large. I mean, we have these cool backstage passes, which you got to figure out. Because, like, you can see, like, if people... Cause you, can you see, like, the whole... Back, but they can't see each other. Right. They can't see each other. You're just so kind of like, know. you're in a bubble. Yeah. You're in a bubble, and yeah. you can watch it's what we're doing. No, they need it like they need like a green room. That'd be so cool. Like all the people like in the backstage are in like one room together. They can see video and they got the chat. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I'll keep looking around and finding a service. And if anybody out there knows a real great service to do that, please let us know. And before we do get too far into this episode, we do always have the. Disclaimer for the views, information, and opinions expressed on the Opix podcast are solely those of myself, thank me later, and any guests of the podcast, and do not necessarily represent, reflect those of Upland Me, Inc. We are not employed by or provided insider information from the Upland team. All discussions about properties to buy and sell are not financial advice. Please do your own research first. So that's out of the way. Nice. Um. Let's see here. So what we have lined up for this episode, we'll talk about, uh, we'll, we'll go over the numbers from last week. I didn't get any updated numbers for this week, but you weren't with us last week, so uh, get your reaction to those. Uh, we got the LA release coming up. They haven't announced when it's going to be or what date, but you know you have the tri- uh, terminals coming up, and that should be here, I would think, in another week or so. And we also have the uh, re- Reduction from 17.3 to 14.7% announced. So your earnings are going to see a decrease 
uh, a whole overall 2.5%. So we'll get into that, talk about what that means. Uh, we'll hit uh, our thoughts of what you need to do, prepare for a new city. And we're definitely not taking uh, some of TM's advice that he posted in the chat about top five things to do to get ready for a new city. Uh, he has a different approach than some of us, but that's okay. And then you had a couple. Some of, of them were almost valid. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he started out ridiculous. He got, he had some valid ones, but uh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, you had a couple of things you wanted to touch on too. So you'll keep that for a surprise for us. For sure. You got some goodies. Yeah. One and one and two, he was a little uh, over the, over the edge on. And then he, then he brought it in. <laughs> <laughs> Then he brought it in. Let's see here. So, numbers from last week. Uh, everybody that did listen last week, we did interview uh, Dizzy and talk about his side of the story of buying out uh, Venom, And we, uh, we covered that, but we also did the... Um, oh, wow. That is interesting. Still figuring out the new platform, so I gotta have. Yeah, give me a minute. All right, I'm, I'm curious. I wonder if we could stream. I was like, what if we went live in one like? Because I can go. Could I go into like a what you call it in Discord and then like share my screen? Like, what if I just shared my screen in Discord? Yeah, I, I think wonder you can what, do that. You don't think I can do that? No, I said I think you can. Let's see. Oh, do we retire all the chat rooms? And uh, hold on, let's see here. Yeah, do, 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 do. Team Central. Jeez, old Pete's. Oh, they consolidated this. Yeah. Jeez. So. And out of the loop. So here's the big thing. I, I don't know if you saw these numbers last week yeah but uh look at that about 200 million opex left to a billionaire oh my goodness i heard yeah i heard this guy's like buying up all kinds of exclusives and stuff like he's he's getting out there he's doing some crazy stuff yeah picking up landmarks buying exclusives uh ultra rares you know doing the thing there but, you know, I mean, these are just crazy numbers. Yeah, I, I fell all the way to 79. Um, but, yeah, uh, and, Ooh. you know, this year, this yeah, Austin, Teddy, what? There's a man there. Oh, I love when the top when when you are new. Wait, wait, wait. Who the heck is Locky? Uh, oh, that's Lock. We discussed that last week too. He got an upland name change, so L A C H is now Locky. Oh, L A C H. Oh, okay, okay. So he was number eight before. And gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so he actually dropped. Yeah, he dropped. Austin Teddy though with the ten. Yeah, where am I? Oh, where are you? Am I still top 50? Um, well, we were talking about what it takes to be the top 100. Uh, you're number 27. 27. Okay, so top 30. I'm, I'm okay with that. Man, look at this. Auction House. Wait, is Auction House somebody's name, or like is that is that an Upland account? That is somebody's Upland. That's... That's a name. I, I don't know if that's the auction house itself, and that's what the value of the properties they have in the auction house, or that was actually a player. I'm unsure of that. Okay. But, dang, there's two others in the top 35 that are, are those really new. Like Timberwolf 25 dropping 84 mil and Skittles dropping 80? Like, geez, old Pete. Well, as you can see, the top 100, though, they just had to be outside the top 100 to get new, so they had to be under 33 million. <laughs> 33 million? <laughs> what the hell is going on? Like, wait, do you have do you have like the last time we reported numbers? Um, yeah, that's on the left. 
from October. No, no, no. Like the la- like before, like because there was a pretty big gap, right? Like with the last, because that's like still, yeah, it's been a while for that one. So it's up ten million. But like, do we have one from like I don't know six months ago, eight months ago? I thought it was like ten million, not too long ago. That was like, yeah, if you want to, you got to drop ten grand. Yeah, I'm looking to see if I have. Ooh, how do you like this? I have stats from February 18th, 2021. 11 months ago. Yeah. Perfect. Let's see. Let's see what 11 months in this game has changed. Oh, man. I was number five. But look at that. I was only 40 million. Damn. I grew I grew like forty five million. I didn't put any money in last year. Nice. That's all sales and yeah, and sales and flips and interest. <laughs> Holy shit! I like I. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. Okay. So man, forty million used to get you. Okay. Well, now okay. So this is funny. Thirty million. Thirty one million was top ten. Thirty one million. Barely get you into top 100 now. Yeah, you're not even in. You need 33.4 and change to get into the top 100. (laughs) So the number, wow, that's that's bonkers. So, whoa, we're at less than 10, 6 million? Yeah. It only took you. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That seems laughable at this point. Right. By Cardano. Look, that was like by Cardano's first day. He's, he's, there's a couple that's really interesting to see that have grown fairly significantly who have kept up with it. Yeah. And if you, we talked last week, to be a top 1% player in Upland, you need uh, 1.5 million UpX, and that will put you in uh, 1,500th place. And if you had a cool... 1,500, so there's... So wait, so are you saying there's 150,000 active players? Uh, 150,000 property owners, and that was uh, a couple weeks ago. They said that in one of the... Uh, in one of their yeah. streams. No, that's fair. Or I think Edon okay, said so it when I mean, he was on. That's interesting. So 1.5 to be in the top 1%. I yeah. mean, that's fair. Like, that's a good chunk of change. Right. And then uh, if you have a cool million, you'll be in position 2020. <laughs> yep. Dang. Yeah, so we... This is, I mean, that's that's crazy. Yeah, it is. And then here's just ridiculousness. Man, yeah. Do we have... So wait, do we have this from 11 months ago? Yep. See, now I've still got a good ranking here. I'm still in the top 20. Mindex, man. Look at Mindex just crushing that. What, what are you buying, Mindex? Man, up 34 spots. Chicago. Yeah, that's smart. Is Chicago, is there still Chicago available? No. Is Chicago sold out yet? What? No? Yes? No? No. No what? Yes? No, that's sold out. Okay, sold, sold out. out. Sold out. Uh, I assume there's got to be Nashville left. There's got to be KC left. Nashville and KC, they are left. That's correct. Okay. Uh, presumably everything else is sold out. Yeah. Is that true? Jeez. Yes. So this was uh, animals. This was last February. TM has never let go but he's added like eight thousand properties since last february i I mean just impressive honestly it's it's a crazy the the amount of properties now just being gobbled up i was debating so like we're going to be talking a little bit about la here coming up and i was i had several million that I had, you know, made from recent sales. And 
I was debating. I was like, man, I'm going to have a good, you know, five to seven million uh, for L.A. But then I was like, well, wait, what else is available? Like, what should I be buying now? Um, And it's really interesting. I realized I don't know. Like, I know the San Francisco market pretty well. And it's it's kind of interesting. I didn't think it was ever going to get to a point. I When we started this game, you know, however many years ago now, I really thought, I was like, man, I'm going to be able to keep up with all this. Like, it's, it's going to be no big deal. Like, I'll have this market. I'll figure out. I can't. I don't know. I don't think anybody realistically could keep up with all of the cities, which I think is what they're going for. Um, it's really interesting, like, um, to understand the value of a neighborhood, of an individual location. Like, you really need to be dialed into a city. Um, and I think as we start to grow, and especially once eventually it goes internationally, you're going to see um, that people have to focus. Like, I really, like, I'm going to be dead focused on San Francisco. Um, and then the offshoots of Fresno, Oakland, Berkeley, uh, Bakersfield, probably try to dabble in L.A. But, like, I, I really think I'm just going to concentrate on the West Coast. I can't keep up with the other markets. It's insane. Yeah. And you're going to sooner or later, you're going to have tools that they have out there with the analytic tools. You're, you're going to get even more and more money coming in. I don't know if Upland will develop it or you'll have other people that are able to develop it, but you'll need some serious real estate analytical tools if you want to be big in the property aspect of Upland. You know, there's going to be so much to do with the introduction of cars, with the block explorer shops, the decor shops, the buildings, the construction. There's going to be so much to do, and it's going to filter out like the real world, you know. You'll have your little niches, niches, niches and you'll have your little communities and, and that's the big thing is niche niche, niche that, that yeah <laughs> thanks um that's uh and it's about finding the community and finding that group that's good that you get along with and to develop an area oh yeah for sure and like um I mean, I'm already seeing it in the secondary. So when you look at, uh, like, other assets, right, you have Block Explorers, NFLPA, and uh, decorations are, are pretty much the primary. There's other, you know, the spirits and things. But, like, those being the three main uh, secondary assets to properties, it's really interesting. I I don't know value of any of the NFL PA legits. Like I really, I'm not in that market. I have tons of them, um, but I really don't know the value of them. Um, it's it's kind of weird, but like block explorers, like I feel like I have a pretty good handle on the decorations I'm trying to get a handle on. Uh, so like for me, like I know that those are areas that I'm, I'm going to probably focus on more. And then San Francisco, and uh, some of the West Coast cities. Like, uh, it, it was really, it's been really interesting to go through and, like, look at uh, different neighborhoods and what's being built. There is so much being built. It's really cool um, to just kind of, like, go around and see what people are doing in different neighborhoods and, like, clusters of buildings. Like, especially when they're coordinated, it looks really good. Um and then figuring out, uh, I've been buying a lot of pre-built properties. So that's been, in my property game, um, pre-built properties is, is kind of what I've been looking at. And buying them for one hundred to 200000 um, is is kind of what, and I, I feel like that's a good deal. We were discussing this in the pre-show of like, I was trying to figure out what the cost per spark hour was about and i think we came up to somewhere between uh 70 up x and 100 up x i think is the going rate um is that was that right or was it the uh, i think it was like yeah i think that was it um yeah 29 was the offer that you had for your eight um spark was like 30 
It was uh, 85,000 OPEX for two weeks or 75 uh, U.S. dollars for two weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting. Like some of these houses that take thousands of spark hours, I go, man, I could get, I just wait for them to get built and then I buy them pre-built. It's worked out so far, I think. Um, I mean, they're in like weird places sometimes. Like I've been buying a lot in Fresno. Um, actually, just, I mean, I figure if you're going to need buildings to eventually store assets, right? If that's kind of like an end game, why not uh, start buying up houses now? And then especially if you could rent them, like, Yeah. So you, that's kind of a shift in the strategy of what you've been doing lately. And uh, are you very aggressive right now with the uh, LA looming on coming out here soon? Yeah. So honestly, like that, um, that was my kind of strategy shift for LA. I was every time a major city comes out, there's usually a dip. Like people, people want to start liquidating. They they want to go into the new cities. It's a great opportunity. That's probably my number one LA strategy is, or really any new city release strategy is look at the existing market and go for good deals. Um, For me, I would rather get uh, a good property in an established neighborhood and established city uh, over a net new uh, property. Now that being said, I obviously still have some budget. Um, I think depending, it would be interesting, like if, I, I don't think like percent of net worth is a good way to do it. I think it's just a budget thing. Um, I think for most of the probably top players, i probably say a million or two. Two I, million? I'm million? thinking some of the people are going to come with five, five to 10 million. Oh, well, some people are going to come with, Fucking a hundred. <laughs> oh, no, I tried. Uh, 22 uh, minutes in. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, some people are going to come in with 50 million plus. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that there's going to be some heavy hitters. But I would say, like, the average established player, two to five million would probably be a good number. Like, if, you're, if your net worth is over, like, 30 million... I, I would try to bring three to five for LA. Um, yeah, that's fair. Like if you're if you're trying to aggressively grow your portfolio, um, I, I think it's it's definitely worth it. But I I probably spent two or three million buying up existing properties that I think are people trying to sell to get that money. Um, so. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll jump into that a little more. So it, it was more of an opportunity and then your uh, new vision for where you think the game's going to go that you're starting to buy these pre-built buildings. Yeah, I think it's just a good deal. Like, I crunch the numbers. They, unless I'm missing something, like, uh, they're sold-out areas. Um, they're, like, well-established neighborhoods with lots of buildings. So the other thing to keep in mind Man, the the plus and minus of doing this is like I love being able to share like strategy, but also I'm like, damn, I'm giving you all my secret sauce. Like, you want to know how I grew my portfolio forty five million last year? Like, um, it. Uh, the other thing is, if you if you're looking at buying pre built structures in sold out neighborhoods that have a ton of development. So I wouldn't buy if it's just like in a, in a weird neighborhood with no other buildings around it. Probably not. But in Fresno, people are bu- building all kinds of stuff. And so you got to keep in mind when they come out with the neighborhood ratings, you could fall into a collection very easily. Um, if there's a lot of buildings already built there, um, that means there's going to be tenants. That's going to help that score, uh, which means a unremarkable you know, neighborhood could easily start scoring in these neighborhood rankings and get a multiplier in and of itself, um, which the multiplier is nice, but I think that that would just increase your value. And when renting comes out, being able to rent 
in all these places. And that's something that hasn't been talked about a lot lately is the neighborhood collections. I mean, that that yeah. spun <laughs> that spun a lot of sellouts of neighborhoods. I mean, that was just crazy. Neighborhoods were selling out daily when all of a sudden, you know, that was brought up in the game. And now, at, you know, it was just one after another. And it was just mint, 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 mint. This one sold out. And it was just trying to buy up as much. So the possibilities of what it was going to be. And it is nice to see that these developments are going on and you have teams out there that you can actually hire off market and they'll come in, you know, you just set up the initial structures and then they throw their spark at it for, you know, a fee, of course, and they develop that whole area for you. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, you're talking UCC? Is that what UCC does? Um, I don't know UCC. Um but. You're down with UCC? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> yeah. TM says he uses UCC. Okay. I think they just had a big merger with, uh, what's the other project I was involved in with my boy, uh, Jaden? He's been sending me all kinds of MFH UCC. Oh, wait, I don't know if this is public. Never mind. Ignore what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> don't rewind. Said don't play it back. You said nothing. I said nothing. So, yeah, using using a group like UCC, that that's good to develop an area. You know, I got some slums in the southeast side of San Francisco, so. There's no such thing as slums in San Francisco. That's there, true. I, don't, I don't think there's a bad neighborhood in San Francisco. Uh, I think they will all hit a neighborhood. Well, that's not true uh, because there's a couple weird neighborhoods where it's like single player owned, like um, – Peralta, Peralta Hill, I'm thinking of, or Peralta, whatever, uh, that uh, Labs 3D owns like 90% of. Um, and even like uh, I'm a big holder in Apparel City. Um, and if you own Apparel City properties, uh, give me a shout out. Although you know, because I've offered stupid money on every single one of the properties there. So um, I'm sure you already know that I want those properties. But yeah, like those probably won't hit the collection status because like I can't develop all those and I'm not going to. I might develop like one or two from a marketing perspective and like Labs is never going to build out all of uh, Peralta. In fact, Labs was building in Apparel City. I just saw them building a couple uh, apartments there. So who knows? Yeah. And I mean, the floor in San Francisco right now is 45,000 up X, give or take. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think everything that I had at 50000 got sold. Um, TM actually was buying them. Thanks for a heads up. You couldn't be like, hey, man, you're at the floor. You might want to raise it. You're like, <laughs> gobble, 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 gobble. Like, do you, do you need more properties, really? No, he doesn't. Ah. You know, the first part of, uh, you know, is admitting that you have a problem. So, <laughs> hey, man. TM, say what you want, man. He's gonna be—he's gonna probably be among the first Upland millionaires. So. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, no doubt about that. And did you know that the Alamo Square floor is higher than the financial district floor in San Francisco? <laughs> Get out of town! <laughs> and actually, <laughs> actually, the Alamo Square floor is down too because uh, it's at a uh, one point. 8 million UPEX, but to get into uh, the financial district in San Francisco, you need 1.65 million UPEX. Oh, is it one of those janky ones, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're super small. Well, it's not only that they're small, they're um, base value. Garbage. Remember, there's like, so um, for those who don't know, um, in San Francisco, financial, the financial district has very similar to how um, there was, you know, when a collection is released, you get that multiplier. Well, there's a handful of financial district properties that were bought um, before the multiplier uh, for the up square for the cost per up square was implemented, oh, and yeah. so their their base value was like trash. So your interest on it, which at this point doesn't really matter because you know it's so high value, but. The interest on them were garbage, and they were being passed around like, uh, yeah, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, a city bike, it just like anyone. It was like a hot potato is actually a better analogy. And so 
Yeah, you got to watch out. There's a couple, and they're small, and they're not great values, like, at all. But, yeah. Now, the interesting thing is, yeah. Well, Manhattan, Manhattan's at 200,000 Man, I do... I'll admit when I'm wrong, man. Manhattan has hit so much harder than I was expecting. Like, so quick, too. It's unbelievable how quick and how, like, man, every property I've had there, I've made stupid money on. I still have, I, I really don't even have that much left in Manhattan, um, which is fine by me because honestly, like I said, my strategy, West Coast, I'm looking forward to the L.A. release. It's going to be my probably my second city um, behind uh, San Francisco, honestly. I'll probably be – well, San Diego will be a big one for me too. I'm, I, I love San Diego. Yeah, I didn't get as much of Manhattan as I really wanted to, and I was at a spot where I couldn't put more into the game, but yeah, I still grabbed you know the areas that I wanted. Um along Central Park West, down in the Financial District, and uh, over in Tribeca. So, No, you definitely got some good buys there. Uh, I think the I think the winner of New York has got to be Dizzy, right? Oh, him and Harlem. Harlem, man. I mean, if the floor is 250000 He sold a lot of his Harlem, though, so. Oh, he did? Yeah. He was selling yeah. it for like 65000 still that's oh yeah it's from for what he bought it for it's still great yeah you sold too early yeah we all feel that yeah yeah one minute now well you know what a year from now when the floor in manhattan's six hundred thousand up x we're gonna say oh we sold too early at two hundred thousand (laughs) so and i was and i'm with you i'm surprised how quickly manhattan overtook san francisco for the floor and that, that makes it kind of interesting for L.A. So L.A. is very different than New York. New York's made up of the five boroughs. Manhattan was a sought-after borough, but L.A. is very expansive. It even has five cities. It circles five different cities. It's just weird how it was constructed and built, and, you know, Beverly Hills is by itself, and, and it's just weird how it's set up. So that makes me wonder how they're going to release LA. Is it just going to be a free for all? Is it going to open up wide like that? Or is it going to, are they going to open up the, say the North section then the South or. Yeah, that's a good one. Cause I mean, I feel like, yeah, you got Beverly Hill. Is Anaheim in that? Is Anaheim close enough to be included in that? Like it could go either way. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Depends Sunset on the Boulevard, man. Depends on the map that they use, you know, and there's going to be so much to go after, which is crazy in itself, too. Oh, it's, yeah. You got the celebrity houses, you got the music labels, you got the production studios, you have the restaurants, the nightclubs, the uh, music venues. It, there's just so much, the colleges, it, the streets, there, there's no real where, where to start. Yeah, well, I'll probably do a similar thing like I did for, what was that uh, East Coast release recently? Uh, Not Brooklyn. Was it Brooklyn? No. What's the other one? The Bronx. The other borough. What's the borough? The Bronx. Bronx. Yeah. Bronx. Yeah, where um, honestly, like, I'll probably do whatever node TM and crew is going for. That's probably what I'll do. Um, that's just, it worked really well for me in, uh, the Bronx. And so honestly, I'll probably do that to start with. And then I'll go buy up some cheap properties if I can, but uh, no. I don't want to try and find, I don't, I don't have the, I don't have the time or the resource to like go find all these celebrity houses. Yes, absolutely. You do that. Like you can definitely make bank. Um, that's just not my strategy, but I would highly recommend for the LA release a very, if you're going to participate. So like if we're talking LA strategy, so, okay, let's say you signed up. You're like, yep, I'm going to do LA release. Yep. I got my 3 million. Okay. Now what? 
right? Is it there? I'm assuming it's a vanilla launch. Um, they usually do the big cities vanilla. They haven't said. I'd be very surprised if it wasn't a vanilla launch. Yeah, so vanilla launch. I mean, you're gonna have the people that are going after what I would consider obvious collections, i.e., Sunset Boulevard. Um, if Beverly Hills is a neighborhood, like Beverly Hills, if that's not a collection, um, assuming I don't know how big Beverly Hills is, to be honest. But Beverly Hills is a, is a city in itself. Um, yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like, is it is it a neighborhood size? Like, I'm Beverly Hills. I have no idea how big it is. Yeah, because. Uh, Let's see here. Beverly Hills, Culver City, West Hollywood, Universal City, and San Fernando are um, the cities that L.A. circles. Now, Upland could include them. They don't have to follow it verbatim. And you know that they're going to be part of the L.A. release at some point in time. And I think with the L.A. release, we're going to see such a wide variety, um, even a bigger variety in pricing than even Chicago. Yeah, that'll be interesting um, how they do the pricing. Um, if they're going to, because you need some value properties, but it's LA. So, I mean, they try to do it based off of real world prices. I I think New York's more expensive than LA. And San Francisco, in theory, is more expensive than LA, I thought, as well. Yeah, um, I'm not sure on the San Francisco, LA comparison. But, you know, there's about 500,000 uh, resident uh, properties in L.A. itself, and they're about just under $900,000 if you look at it in the real world for, you know, the average median price is about $900,000 for a home in L.A. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's interesting. I mean, L.A., I mean, because you got the actual, like, proper city with all the skyscrapers and stuff, eh? Yeah, you got downtown, and LA's got a strange downtown because it's not as active at night like your other major cities. Oh yeah, where what is uh, like? Where's the active scene in LA? Um, not like in the, you know, they got stuff like in the hub of downtown. Um, it's on the. Is everyone just doing like house parties? Is it just like house parties? Everyone just goes to like these richie mansions and. Party in the hills, whatever that means. That's yeah. a, that's the thing people say. <laughs> no. I have to go back and watch uh, Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. Get caught up on all the lingo. You have to go back, so that means you watched it the first time around. No comment. <laughs> I'm gonna leave the fifth on that one. <laughs> yeah. So if we were to. Uh... Do a top five or top five things for a new city release. Ooh, top five things for a new city release. Are we doing any particular order? I hate, I can't do an order. I can give you like five random things. All right, we can do five random things. So they're the top five. I just don't know, like number one, it's going to vary. Like, but here's five things you should do related to a new city. In no particular order. In no particular order. One, uh, for me, you want to alternate? I'll do one, you do one? Sure. That'd be fun. All right. So for me, number one thing is buy up people selling to liquidate. So watch out for liquidation sales. Watch out for people trying to get rid of um, already established solid properties in existing cities. (laughs) Honestly, that's that's probably one of my top tips is like, a new city means new opportunities in existing cities. Yeah, and it's it's surprising because the the floor in San Francisco was about twenty eight properties from hitting a hundred thousand upex, and then LA got released, and then the bottom just fell out already. Uh, it dropped close to forty thousand upex, and then it started climbing back up to where it's sitting now at uh, forty five thousand upex. So. There, there's a lot of deals to be had because people are trying to get that capital raised. And I decided that I'd sell personally about 25 to 30 properties at the floor just to give me a little bit of extra cash to be ready. But 
and that's just bare minimum. I'm not doing any of my uh, higher properties. Uh, are, are you listing? Honestly, I haven't. Um, I haven't listed anything new in a long time. Um, I've been taking down my listings. Um, so things that were up historically, I, I leave up. I, I, I sell. Um, I don't. I'm trying to think. I really have not been selling anything new actively. Like it's just random stuff that I put for like a million up X year ago, just because whatever. And it's just selling. And so it's just like, okay, somebody's going to buy my stuff for a million up X. I'm I'll take it. Um, but so you're actually actively like, what do you, so what kind of stuff are you selling and for how much? Um, right now I'm selling stuff that I picked up for about 4,500 up X and I'm putting it up for uh 45,000 and I've sold about 10 properties or so. Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty good. I mean, cause you think about the multiplier, I mean a 10 X multiplier, cause if you, if you bought it for 4,500, you sell it for 45,000. If you, if you look at it strictly from a multiplier perspective, like for someone to make 10x off that, they they have to sell it for 450000 which I feel like the floor is going to be weighed down from that. Now, for them to make the same 40000 obviously, they only have to do, they only have to move it up to 80000 But, like, again, if you're, if you're talking strictly floor, could take a while. But based on what you said recently of, like, before LA, we were like a couple dozen properties away from. Ooh, we got a streamer. Sorry, I'm squirrel. Look at that <laughs> on the, like the little banner streaming. Ooh, that's so cool. Um, before LA, we were hitting. You know, we were a couple dozen sales away from six figure floors, um, which is crazy to think about. Because uh, I remember like people balking at uh, Alamo Square. Being six figure, I mean, I sold a dozen properties there for a hundred thousand a piece, and it was just like people were like, "Oh my gosh, that's such a premium!" And now it's like that's going to be the floor for any property, um, which I think is awesome. Yeah, and people were thanking us like, "Hey, thank you so much for talking me out of selling th- this property or that property," um, you know. D- we talked them out of it and they're like, they 10 X hundred X, some of their stuff, which was crazy, but they're still getting out now. And we're like, you're still getting out kind of early, you know? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I like, uh, you've, you've said this at a couple different shows. Your, um, what's it? Your, your rule of three. So like you buy three of anything and then you, you, you try and sell one quick for profit. Wait, what is it? So you got one rule of three. You get one to keep for the long hold. You have one to buy and sell when, you know, you have the first FOMO or, you know, your first real big surge on it. And then you have a second one to sell, you know, a couple years down the road when the prices have really um, increased. Yeah. Okay. So short term, long term, medium term, essentially. Right. Yeah. I mean, I really like that. Like, uh, I definitely. Um, would not liquidate entire anything at this point. But I, I'm very supportive of um, as soon as you as soon as you can sell your properties to cover like let's say you're let's say you're just rolling through each new city. Um, as soon as you can sell the properties, like if you can sell a third of your properties to cover the entire cost of what you spent in that city, do it. Like which that means you probably only need about a three X, right? So at as soon as it hits like three to five X, I would sell like a third, right? Boom. And because at that point, you've now paid for that entire city launch. You're in the clear. And then I would, because now you have like, let's say you start with three million, right? You invest three million, you sell a third of it for three million again. So now you have three million, you bring in the next city and you still have, potentially 6 million in this other city of assets. I wouldn't liquidate all of it, but then as you start to grow your portfolio, then you're like, okay, well, I'll go back and liquidate maybe another 
you know, third or a little bit of each other asset, but keeping, I would try to keep a third of those. Uh, I like that for long term because, you know, there's no reason for you to, especially once you get to a certain portfolio size, there's no reason and it would be very difficult to fully liquidate uh, a given city or area. So I like that the kind of the three mentality, short term, medium term, long term. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's always good to follow. Um, and something I was thinking about where you were talking is, you know, there's about a hundred thousand plus active users on upland daily. And if there's only 500,000 properties in LA, that could sell out pretty quick. If everybody's hungry at LA, that's five a person. Five a person. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a lot. Cause no. you know, Disney and TM are taking 5,000 each. Like, Right, because you know they cray cray. Well, I mean, you got you got your other big property buyers and your big money spenders. Nobody else. Oh, do they even listen to the podcast? They don't get shout outs unless they tell me that they listen to the podcast. <laughs> does K twice listen to the podcast? I don't know. MJC does MJC MJC listen? used actually, to. MJC used to. MJC is legit. Actually, I like MJC. Yeah, I think he just. Oh, who was I doing some? Some work with earlier. Oh, no, it was Boulder. Oh, yeah, my boy Boulder. We were doing some cool stuff earlier this week, getting some, getting in that BE fun. Shout out to Boulder. There you go. He's going to have some, he's going to have some UPEX for uh, LA for sure. Yeah. Now, uh, Anything else on buying up liquidation and any strategy behind that? Or are you ready to move on to number two? All right. Number two, what you got for us? All right. Number two, um, we have, do you even want to buy in that city? You got to make- That can't be a thing. <laughs> Why not? How is that a thing? Because I did not want to buy an Alameda. So you got to evaluate that. So you could take advantage of scooping up what you're saying in number one, buy up the liquid floor. So instead well, of that was the whole, the whole thing is if you're not going to buy, buy the liquidation, what else? Okay. <laughs> like, that's, that's so binary. Either you are or you're not, if you're not going right. to do it. Okay, fine. What if you're not going to do it? Do you have another tip besides buy the liquidation? I was just trying to d- tie it back into, uh, into yours. That's all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't try and pigtail off of mine. Get your own. Well, I thought we, that's what we do. We play off of each other for this show. Um, Maybe, but not this top five. You got to come up with something original. All right. Tell me what you would do then. If you say, well, okay, I don't want to buy it because what okay. else you can do besides buy right. liquidation? I'll take the easy road out then. Uh, okay. <laughs> research the neighborhoods or get with a group that does a bunch of mass research and find out where you want to target. Yeah, I would say that's that's a big one. So let's assume, like, if you're preparing for a new city launch, it's because you want to be in that city. Shocker. Um, prep. So you have you have two kind of options, like you said, like personal prep um, versus like uh, team prep. Like, so and I, I honestly kind of I would almost put that as two different things. Um, to be fair, but that's that's fine um, because you have if you as an individual like there's I, every city it's really cool to see like there's certain buildings that mean something to some people. There's like celebrity homes. There's you know these appeared in movies and TV and all kinds of stuff. Um, like researching those just for like personal like proper like I really like very specific like this is the address i want um i know you've done this um a couple times unfortunately i don't think they've worked out <laughs> no they have <laughs> but um so you have that kind of like individual very targeted here's a list of my top properties and here's why like you I have even got to the point where i reached out to other people and said here Target this one. I had like 10 people targeting and it and struck out on all 10. It was bad. <laughs> that, yeah, that one was really bad. So, yeah. So, you know, if you have a list of like specific properties, that's one thing you want to do. 
The next thing is collections. So in a vanilla release, the big thing is, can you score an ultra rare? Can you score an exclusive, right? So you're looking at neighborhoods, you're looking at roads, you're looking at unique things that might be a standout for that city. This is super fun. I think it's one of the more fun aspects of a big city release um, in vanilla mode is the rampant speculation on collections. Um, LA, like uh, Sunset Boulevard. I will I will almost certainly try for Sunset Boulevard. Um, I, I think that like that would be super cool. Uh, I'm sure there's other, like wherever the Walk of Fame is. Like There's so many iconic things in, um, in LA that I, it's going to be nuts. Uh, neighborhood streets. So that's kind of like, again, if you're going as like an individual, like uh, an individual buyer, like there, like th- those are the things you need to do. The other thing, which to me is almost, in fact, I'm going to use it as my number three, because I think it's legitimately different. Your research and target properties is fair. Um, because again, you have your individual, you have your streets, you have your collections, you have all kinds of stuff. But I'm going to put my number three as join, like, what is it? Like, find a, they're, they, they've branded them nodes, uh, like a node team or, or whatever, like, however you want to call it. And all this means, like, and now correct me if I'm wrong, it doesn't, people seem to think or act like it means anything in Upland. As far as I'm aware, it does not mean anything to Upland. No. It's just the name that people are like, it's a node, meaning, so when you hear like a node, it's just like, this is a collective of people that are going after a specific neighborhood, not necessarily because it's a collection, but because it's of interest to that, that group of people, they're going to try and buy as much of that as prop as possible to control that neighborhood, to do development, to bring in businesses, to drive value for all of the property owners. So this is a really... And I did this for Bronx, and it ended very well for me. I, I think I yeah. did. Um, I'm very happy with the way it played out. Um, I am. I would say I'm aligned with Team TM, um, <laughs> as it were, for my node buying um, habits. But there's a lot of really good teams out there that um, and organized node buying, and you just find one that you're interested in and go with it. Um, what that assures you is like. Those neighborhoods, the ones that were targeted by these nodes, sell out super quick. So you have a couple options. Now, as I'm as TM, I'm sure will attest, like as a node leader and coordinator, you don't necessarily want a bunch of bandwagon people who are just buying it up and then flipping it immediately. However, between me and you, it's not a bad it's not a bad strategy. Um, now I have not liquidated any of my um, my uh, node properties from the Bronx, but man, you could easily make when we talked about. Remember, if you, if you say you're a factor of three, right? So let's say you buy nine properties in a node, right? And day one or two, you sell three of them to cover the cost of all nine. Like that's a good day's work, um, and that's really not hard to do. Um, these nodes become very competitive. Um, their value goes up very quickly. Uh, so I would recommend buy more than you need. Don't be the person, like, honestly, like, this is more just like a, a personal thing, but like, don't buy five properties there and then sell all of them for a profit. Like, I guess you can, like, there's obviously it's, you know, free game. You can do whatever you want. I think that like, that is kind of, it's kind of shitty to the node team that's like trying to work it. Like you're just like marking me up. It's like the people who buy a hundred playstations right before Christmas and then charge all the parents extra. Like, eh, Oh, thank you. Oh, that's a good point. TM says that gets people uninvited, which is great. Um, but you get uninvited, but what that also does is you can see a group of people and you're like, wait, hold on. People are we're already talking about. Hey, you know they're buying out Country Club. They're buying out Throgs next. So they, people are pretty quick to see where there's groups working, and then they try to dive in to turn the profit. So even if you're not part of the node, soon into the buying yeah. process, it, the, they know what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't stop people from that. But again, 
the concept here, uh, again, from a game perspective and from a community perspective, you can do whatever you want. You can be a troll and just be like, oh, I'm just going to like, where is TM's block explorer going to be? I'm just going to follow and just buy everything right next to him. Like, you could do that, um, I guess. But anyway, I think that like, that's just kind of a lame way to play, in my opinion. Um, I, I If you're going to join a node team, join a node team. I don't think TM would be against, you know, if you buy 30 properties and sell 10 of them. I, I, I think that that's very reasonable um, to essentially cover the cost of, of owning in that node and still owning a fair chunk. I think that that's a, that would be a reasonable way to play the game. Um, you don't necessarily want to put all of your assets and then just hold because that you can't turn that into future profits. So I think, you know, selling a third of what you have to cover your costs is, is a very reasonable way to play that. Um, so yeah, I like that. It's a lot less stress too. Like it's very easy if you know what's happening and you're part of the team, you can get there very quickly. TM is great. We were in a voice chat um, in, in his TNA node and it was super fun. Like people were like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm here. And then like, you know, I ran out of properties to find. There was people who ran out of upex, and so they were just like spotting properties. They're like, over here you get, there's some in this corner. And so we're like, it was, it was really cool to collaborate and, and work together. So, you know, if you're looking for a team aspect, do that. That's that's a really fun way to uh, to go into a new city, especially if you're not really sure what the landmarks are and stuff like that. Yeah. All right. Number four. Um, That's you. We got uh, yeah. we got for number four. I, I was I was debating a couple of things for number four. <laughs> um, okay. Now. Yeah, we'll, we'll go number four as, I don't know, because that's, that's messing with your personal time. I was going to say schedule time off or schedule your break for at least the first hour of the city release. You know, you know, ahead of time. No, so. I, I, yeah, a hundred percent, like a hundred percent. It gets tricky because we've seen with Upland, you know, delays, uh, pushbacks, things like that. So, be prepared for that, but I think that's a great tip for a new city. Like, and this is what I would call, I mean, we could almost put this into, like, be prepared. The, I think, like, if we were going to put it into a top five tip, like number four, be prepared. What What does that mean? There's a couple things. One, collect your interest ahead of time. <laughs> like, holy crap, I did not realize. Did you know that they, like, um, they block collecting interest? During a city release? Yeah. I did not know that. And I had like, uh, <laughs> I am too many. But I, had like, I had over a million in interest. Like, okay, I'll collect that when I need it. Like, it's just going to be my, my backup. I was like, okay, I need it. And then I'm like, why is there a timer? I haven't clicked that button in a month. It was like, <laughs> shit. So be prepared. Collect your interest. If you're going to buy OpEx, buy it ahead of time. Um, collect your sins. You, you don't want to go over there with like, two sends or you're, you're just because oh. the sends don't pop up right away. And then you're just stuck. Oh, that is, that has gotta be a top be prepared. What, what's the max now? 12 or 13. Can you have 12 or 13? It's right there. Like whatever, whatever the max is, go to a city that you have collect, get all your, you know, max sends um, because you're going to need it. <laughs> like you're going to need be prepared um, is, and what was, Oh, Optional, but I honestly take some time off. Schedule your meetings and your breaks around it if you have that flexibility. If not, don't worry too much about it. But like it happens quick, especially if you want those high value properties, you have high value areas, um, nodes that are, you know, already being talked about in groups. Like you really need to be there for the launch. Um, yeah. So, and especially with a city like LA, you definitely, you know, you definitely want to be there. Even I'd take a personal day if if I can't if I can't make my time available. I'm taking a personal day for the LA launch, and uh, I'll go uh, I'll go figure something out. Go hide out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or you know, yeah, with with the Bronx launch, I had I had some meetings going on, and 
luckily they were remote meetings, so I was able to participate and yet uh, get to the, I wasn't able to partake in the, in the no chat or in the voice channels, but I knew where we were going as a team and started picking up the properties and it, yeah. it's kind of easy to mint that way. So at least I, I scheduled my remote meetings availability, so dizzy deuce minting i like it <laughs> there is always that method too you can always uh go do a dizzy deuce and uh but then some people might track your time like hey why were you in there for 40 minutes who do you work with that's tracking your shitter time oh you, you got your job oh you got some people that track that but you got some people that abuse it you can walk in and hear this one dude snore all the time so you, you, you <laughs> no. just kick the, oh straight up <laughs> bob you sleeping again huh no no you, you were snoring no. man you were snoring no no man, no, no. Just, no i got i got i just got the sleepy poops that's just the sound it makes when i poop sounds like snoring Sounds like snoring. Uh, yeah, it's just the, the sloops. <laughs> All right, number uh, five. Number five. It's gonna be. It's gonna be corny. It's gonna be. Have fun. Like at the end of the day, it's a game. Like you gotta have fun with it. Like don't get stressed. Like it's. Don't get frustrated. They're still working out the kinks. It could get delayed. You're gonna have lag. Like. There's things are going to go wrong. And so my, my, probably my number one thing is if you're going to be, if you're going to participate in a city launch, have fun with it. Don't be stressed. There'll be another city. If you miss out, you miss out. It sucks. There's 150,000 people trying to play this game. Like there's a limited number of properties. Like you're not going to get everything you want. You know, try to find silver linings, be happy. Like, don't walk away because the, the thing is like you don't lose upex. Like it's not like you're like okay, I'm going to try and buy this 100,000 upex property. Oh, it's already sold. I lost 100,000. You don't lose your upex. Um again, you lose a bit of time. Sometimes you lose sends because of like just yeah. that's my number one thing, man. Have yeah. fun. I And if you really had that, come talk to me about Cleveland. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Don't be salty like T. Uh, like too stupid in Cleveland, man. I, that's my biggest. Thing. Like we're all in this together. Like, the, sure, there's always going to be bad actors and whatnot, but you know, have have fun with it. I mean, that's that's what we really should be here for. Uh, you know, if we can make a little bit of money on the side, I guess that's a, that's a huge bonus. But yes, it's a game. And I know I misspelled prepared. I wasn't paying attention when I was typing with one hand, but I did correct it because, you know, we got the grammar police out there. They'll, they'll see it. <laughs> I, figured, I, I figured you'd be a little bit more proficient at typing with one hand. Uh, you would figure by now. By now. Yeah. No. All right. So, yeah, top five things for a new city in no particular order. So uh, buy up the liquidation. Take advantage of the deals that are out there. Research and target your properties. Uh, find a node or a team to be a part of as uh, for city launch. And uh, be prepared. Make sure you get your sends and make sure that, you know, you're, you got collected your, time, you collected your UPEX <laughs> and everything's ready to go. And uh, have fun. Just like TML said, have fun. Oh, be, be prepared is, is make sure that you're in the city. don't try traveling after the release happens (laughs) yeah don't try and travel like travel ahead of time like if you know it's coming out in two days go sit there it doesn't matter like what do you do with your day like you're not you're not actively minting you don't need unless you're treasure treasure hunting like go sit in that city until it releases like go sit at the train station whatever like yeah get there ahead of time yeah all right yeah and then i was really gonna I really wanted to hit some top five songs about L.A. and play the music, but then I figured we'd get pulled off of YouTube the first day we're on YouTube for copyright infringements. <laughs> yeah, you would. So I passed it. I was really looking forward to Live and Die in L.A. by Tupac. That's that's my number one L.A. song. Mm. So we did... Uh, my, I think, think we Gin and Juice. Uh, do we ever decide if Gin and Juice is L.A.? It feels like an L.A. vibe. It does have the L.A. vibe. Um, 
And it depends if they're going to keep Compton or Long Beach in, in on the L.A. And I'm not sure which one's a city or which one's not oh, a city. Compton. Compton's near L.A. Yeah, yeah that's Watts. Watts is by L.A., South Central L.A., Skid, Skid Row. Um, Damn. Yeah. A lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. And if everybody's available to play that day, you can get five properties in L.A. <laughs> that's crazy to think about that's crazy to think about like if everybody just showed up if all 150,000 people were like cool let's go to LA you're getting five properties each and then it'll be sold out Ooh. I mean obviously that's not going to happen and that's another reason to under number four be prepared of traveling early because the day of you might not have any flights or train rides into the city it's facts it happens, like legitimately happens. Yeah. So I I always, if I'm going to be there, I try to get there early for sure. Absolutely. So that's about all we have this episode. You got anything else? No, this is a super cool format. Thanks for setting this up. You know, for those who don't know, I mean, Too Stupid is a one-man show on all this. He does literally all the production all everything that is related to this show is is entirely done by him. So, kudos to you, and uh, I appreciate uh, you bringing us into 2022 with a cool new streaming format. Yeah, you're welcome, and uh, we'll make tweaks and improvements. And uh, definitely, uh, we are now on Twitch. Uh, we streamed on Twitter and on YouTube, so you'll see more and more stuff coming from us. Uh, in the content wise in 2022 and uh, the debauchery that follows too. All right, everybody be safe. And until next week, have fun. It's the Opics podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opics, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping over to moving.